give praise to God and to witness to our faith and to celebrate the life of Jane Hartsook Herb. Jane came into this world on December the 22nd, 1947, and she departed this world for life immortal on May the 2nd, 2023. Jane was married to her sweetheart and best friend, Butch, for 54 years. And along with Butch, she is survived by their son, Chuck, his wife, Lisa, and their grandchildren, Kylie, Colby, and Allie. I only knew Jane for a, a short time. I, relatively speaking, for five years here as her pastor here at Gasson First United Methodist Church, and most of you knew her for a lot longer than that. Uh, but in the time that I knew Jane, here's what I can say about Jane being a member of this church. She loved God and she loved her church. She was not one of those that loved her church from afar. You know what I'm saying? It's like just the name on the roll. She loved it up close and personal. She was involved, active in just about every way you can be. Teaching Sunday school, she was instrumental in uh, the beginnings of our church's feeding program, The Ladle of Love. and. Others are gonna share a little bit more about her, uh, but I can just speak from my experience with her. Um, and my experience with her, I can boil it down to um, just one verse of scripture. And this is Philippians chapter one, verse three, where Paul writes, I thank my God every time I remember you. Um, of all the emotions that, that go through us when we gather at times like this, and honestly, it, it feels like Jane has been w with us all day long. Um, I know, I know we, we grieve, and I know that we have um, sorrow, and I know that we have experienced loss. And I know we encourage one another, and I know we have hope because we are Easter people. But the emotion that I feel today, I think the strongest is just thankfulness. Um, Pastor Andy and I were kind of thumb wrestling over who was going to get to say this because we both thought it, but this morning in this very room, we had a kindergarten graduation for Stripland Elementary School. And um, I could feel Jane's presence all over this place. There was a uh, 90 little kindergarten graduates from Stripland Elementary School, all dressed up in their finest, all looking handsome and beautiful, so excited, so proud, teachers so happy, parents, grandparents, aunts and uncles and brothers and sisters. This room was packed with people that Jane gave her life to influence. I know she loved Stripland. I know she loved teaching. She would have been right in the middle of all of this and just loving every minute of it. It was so beautiful, so emotional. And I just felt thankful. Jane was the consummate teacher. She always loved, always cared for her students. Um, Y'all can't see them, but I wore my Snoopy socks today in honor of Jane because she loved dogs and animals so much. One thing I appreciated about Jane, and I was talking with Butch about stories earlier, but she was just as tough as nails. She, 
she was a steel magnolia, you know? So every time I think about her, I'm just gonna not only say a prayer for strength and comfort for Butch and Chuck and Lisa and the grands, but I'll also just say a prayer of thanksgiving that I had a chance to know her just a little bit. Let us pray. Eternal God, we praise you today for the great company of all those who have finished their course of faith and now rest from their labor. We praise you for those who are dear to us whom we name in our hearts before you tonight. And especially this evening, we praise you for Jane Herb, whom you have graciously received into your presence. We celebrate her life even in the midst of our grief. So we pray that you would grant to us, O oh Lord, your peace, that you would let your light shine upon all of us so that we can believe where we have not yet seen and that we can experience your presence with us throughout our years and that one day, one day, we will be at last again with Jane and all of our loved ones in the joy of your home, the home not made with hands, but eternal in the heavens through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. So when I was thinking about a scripture for tonight, this is the scripture that came to mind. And when you hear it, you'll know why, because it describes so much of what Jane uh, lived daily. And this is the words of Jesus from Matthew 25, 35 through 40. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him saying, Lord, when did you see me hungry? Uh, when did we see you hungry and feed you? Or thirsty and give you drink? And when do we see a stranger and welcome you? Or naked and clothe you? And when did, you see, when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did it unto the least of the, my brothers, you did it unto me. Jane loved everybody and uh, served in all different areas of life. She shined the light of Jesus everywhere she went. Um, while a school teacher, she did just this, what the scripture says. She provided education to so many children, but also so much more than just an education. She, caught, she taught kids discipline, respect. You know they were going to respect Jane, right? Those kids, we all know that. And she showed them how to care for others. Um, for some of those kids, they had a rough home life. The person they knew that loved and cared for them was their teacher. They knew that she loved them. If a child needed clothing, many of you know this, she made that happen. That kid was going to get clothing. If a kid needed shoes, I'm sure you've heard stories, she made sure the kids got shoes. If a child needed glasses, she made sure a child got glasses. Um, when she was out and about in Gadsden anywhere, people will say, Miss Herb, do you remember me? Because everybody had Miss Herb as a teacher in Gadsden, apparently. Um, even if you were to see her at times in the hospital, half of the staff seemed to say, Miss Herb, they, everybody knows her. Um, some of you might know, as Pastor Sam said, but we have a soup kitchen here at the church. Our ladle of love feeds those in need every Friday. 
Um, she was one of the original members of that team that started it. She spent many years working in the ladle of love. She fed those in the community who were hungry, just as the scripture just said. And it's so much more than just a meal um, because she also got to know those folks, knew many of their names, their stories, where they came from. Many of them would have felt like a stranger, and as the scripture says, she welcomed them, uh, made them feel like they were at home. Um, throughout scriptures, we also see many passages of scriptures about animals, and this is where me and Jane have bonded so much over the years. Um, we see in the Psalms, we see praising God about the, beautiful, the beauty in all the creatures. We see instructions in the book of Genesis to care for the animals. And then we see in the New Testament, Jesus riding on a donkey. Um, Jane cared for animals, really more than anyone else that I know. Um, my last conversation with Jane, she was talking about how much she loved a service we do here at the church called Blessing of the Animals. She loves that service as we pray for people's animals out in the courtyard, and it's awesome. She always talks about it. Every visit I've ever had with Jane, she talks about animals. Mostly dogs and cats, by the way. Dogs more than cats, but she, the cats are okay, is what she would say, I'm sure. Uh, John 10.10 says this, The thief enters only to steal, kill, and destroy. I came so that you may have life indeed, so that you may, have, may live it to the fullest. Some translations would say abundant life or full life. Jane lived an abundant life, full of adventure, traveling with Butch to dog competitions, uh, adventure with family. She loved her son Chuck and his wife Lisa and their grandchildren, um, so many family adventures. She was so proud of all of you. Um, she was also proud of some other children, Ryder and Stoney, am I right? Now, I'm not naming all the dogs, but those are the, the top ones. Okay. Um, because I can tell you, they were just like children to her. Um, I hope I'm not forgetting any of the other dogs, but she would always say that the dogs behaved much better for Butch because she was the softy that spoiled them. Um, she always had really funny stories to share about adventures, especially with one of our mutual friends, Carolyn Biggio, who was also a teacher. She had many adventures during college, if you don't know, and they're great stories. Uh, Jane showed me that she was not afraid of anyone or any situation. At our ladle of love, our soup kitchen, uh, we, it's very safe, by the way. I don't want to make you scared of it, but every once in a while, we might have an incident, right? There could be somebody this tall, really muscular. They could have tattoos on their face and look scary. But you know what? If they're not acting right, she was going to go tell them to behave. Do y'all believe that? Yes. And you know what they would do? Yes, Miss Herb, I'm sorry. It didn't matter. If somebody was going to start a fight or just be disrespectful, it was straightened out within a couple of minutes. Um, she never had to raise her voice either. She would just put a teacher face on and quietly say, you're going to behave. And they would behave. Um, and then a few years ago, I heard she started taking boxing lessons and I knew we all needed to behave. Everybody on the Ladle Love team started behaving a little better. Um, when I say that Jane loved animals, she would do anything to help them. When I would see Jane on Sunday mornings or a Friday at the Ladle of Love, she would sometimes come over to me and say, don't tell Butch what I did. And it was always a great story of rescuing an animal. 
She might be provide, buying food, dog food, for a family that can't feed their animal. If a dog is tied up and chained in a yard and not taken care of, guess what? Butch, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but she would go tell him, you need to take care of that dog better. She made sure every animal in Gadsden was taken care of when she saw him. She always said, don't tell Butch what I did. Um, we don't know the number of animals she helped, but it is a massive number. I also, like Pastor Sam said, I find it very fitting that Stripland Elementary School had their graduation here today. I can also tell you that I'm working on our youth group's summer mission projects, and I was working with days that we could go to the Humane Society. And it was just very fitting for today, um, as we all know her passion for the Humane Society. We are all comforted today knowing that Jane is in a much better place. She has no pain. She is reunited with friends and family uh, who have gone before her. And I imagine that she is playing with some dogs right this minute. Um, if you would, I would ask you to read Psalm 23 with me that's found in your bulletin. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anointeth my head with oil, my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. That gives us comfort knowing that the shepherd has prepared a place for Jane. And it's a sad day, but we know we will be reunited. Um, like I said, we know that she is with friends, family, taking care of animals, and you'll see her again. I want to close with this, that she left us an example of a life of service, a reminder to all of us to love those in need, the least of these, whether it's education, food, shoes, to take care of people. It's also an inspiration to live unafraid, to be bold. I thought about that today. I don't think I'll ever be as bold as Jane, but I need to have a little bit of, hey, knock it off, right? I need to be able to say that to people when it's needed. Um, a life of caring for both people and animals. A reminder to care for every dog and cat around here that's not taken care of. Um, a life lived of having fun with friends and family. Because I can tell you this, she served all the time, but she did it while having fun and always had a joke to tell me about it as well. And she lived a life dedicated to God. Um, now I'm going to ask if any of the family would like to share. Thank you. I thought I was going to have to use that mouth that I inherited from my mother to speak with you guys. For those of you who knew your mother well, you, you guys are going to appreciate this. Uh, she once called me with that trademark laugh of hers and told me she'd been on the phone for about two and a half hours with the wrong number. <laughs> I can assure you that I'm not going to be here as long as that. 
I had no idea it wasn't working. It didn't matter. <laughs> and on that same note, she also uh, at one point had the same type of conversation with an AT&T operator, and I'm pretty sure they exchanged Christmas cards for several years after that. <clears throat> but what a lady. I mean, what a great mother. What a grandmother. What a wife. Uh, what a mentor. Just, she was just a great human, and you know, I know everybody wants to say that about their mother, but hey, I'm going to. Uh, but it's kind of funny, you know, growing up as a, uh, and, and even as an adult, I'd always, you know, when people found out that I was an only child, I'd always hear, oh, I bet you're spoiled rotten. Maybe a little bit, but, you know, little did they know that my mother was an Alabama school teacher and my dad was a colonel, so. Uh, I've had a lot to think, uh, a lot of time to think about, you know, my life and mother's role in it over the last few months as she was, uh, you know, suffering these last few months with Parkinson's. Uh, a recurring theme kept coming up is how much of a difference that she made. And, and Andy really, you know, highlighted a lot of that with, you know, the, the, the kids at Stripland. Uh, so it was not such a difference that she made just in my life, but in all those kids' lives. There was hundreds of those kids. Uh, you know, many of those kids are now young adults across the area. I know some of them, you know, that were some of my classmates, they followed in her steps as teachers, and they did that because of her. <clears throat> also remember, and, and Andy, you kind of stole my thunder a little bit here. Uh, I, I do remember every year before school started. And she'd always tell me, hey, don't tell your dad. Uh, she'd spend hundreds of dollars on school supplies, bags, trapper keepers. And then once school got started, then kind of that second wave came in, the shoes, the coats, and, and things like that. I mean, she made sure that those babies were taken care of. She loved those kids. <clears throat> It doesn't take long being around town. You know, it doesn't matter where you go or where I go. And I run into somebody and they say, are you Miss Herb's son? I mean, almost a, if not a daily, at least a weekly uh, occurrence. I read something the other day that, that really, really struck me. Our lives could more or less be measured with two dates and a and a dash, separated by a dash. You know, and what we do with that dash is really up to us. She made absolute 100% the most out of that dash. Uh, she made a difference for a lot of people and it's something that I aspire to do. And I know many of you in here do as well. And she obviously left her mark on a lot of you guys. We can't be sad that she's gone. We can only be glad that she was here. Well, between uh, Andy and Chuck, uh, there's not a whole lot left to say, but I got a couple of things. <clears throat> First, let me say that uh, my wife of 54 years, my life partner, 
was the sweetest, caring, stubborn, direct, determined, lovable woman that I ever met. She was a lifetime resident here at Gadsden. She was raised in East Gadsden, <clears throat> went to uh, elementary school in uh, East Gadsden, Gadsden High School. She went to uh, junior college here in Gadsden. Then she got her degree at uh, JSU in elementary ed uh, education. And then later, uh, her master's degree from the University of Alabama. Uh, after graduating from JSU, uh, she immediately started teaching. And it didn't take her very long to realize that that was her calling. That was her purpose in life. Uh, she taught school for 30 years. She retired after 25. She had uh, two knee replacements. And she was having problems standing up, so she decided, well, I'm going to retire. Well, that lasted about two months. <laughs> after she had uh, gone through rehab and uh, strengthened her legs, she went back into action again. Now, over the, the course of the next five years, she retired two more times. And uh, at 30, it was just, you know, there was no question. She had to stop. She loved her second-grade students. She started out at uh, Carver Elementary. Then she went to General Forest for a couple years. Uh, then she went to Stripling Elementary. And I, I think I see Nell Williams over there. Nell was her, her principal, and she loved Nell. And Nell, you were a, a great example, or set a great example for her. But she loved her second grade students. Over the course of her career, she, you know, I, I tried to do the math, and she averaged about 20 students per class. But uh, she affected the lives of over 500 children. Uh, school was not an eight to three job for her. At three o'clock, that's when you could find her either at the optometrist or at the dentist. She was taking kids that really needed some help. Uh, she took them to the dentist and to have her, their eyes examined. Uh, or she was going to see some parents because, you know, their problems with their children. stayed on her case. I was afraid of uh, what might happen, but uh, she, as usual, she paid no attention to me, and she continued to march. Uh, I think, you know, Chuck mentioned, you know, I can't go anywhere in this town without running into someone that knows her, especially at the mall. I used, <clears throat> after a while, I hated I didn't go to the mall with her unless she just absolutely made me because <clears throat> she'd run into uh, 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 one of her former students 
And, you know, the first they had to rehash second grade and then work their way all the way up to uh, the current times. I would just, I got to know those benches pretty well over there. But there was one student confrontation that I always will remember. We were walking into the courthouse, you know, here downtown, and as we were was approaching the door, I heard, Ms. Herb, Ms. Herb, Ms. Herb. And it was coming from the top of the building. <laughs> the county jail at that time was located at the top of the building. And one of our former students, his name was Jimmy, and I can't remember his last name. I wouldn't tell you anyhow, but uh, uh, they got into a conversation. But the conversation, you know, Jane is looking up like this and shouting. You know, she, uh, she, didn't, she never talked very loud, but she had to shout in order to carry on this conversation. It went on for 10, 15 minutes. I, was, I stood back, I was kind of embarrassed. I didn't have a bench to sit on. <laughs> and other people were standing back and just you know, kind of listening and watching what was going on. But uh, it finally ended up with her giving him a lecture as to uh, how he need, did not need to go back into jail again and to stay out of jail. Uh, her love of animals uh, was mentioned earlier. I mean, it, and that started before I ever got into dog competitions. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, we're going to be, you know, having a little visitation session, uh, you know, after we get through here. And you know, if you if you you know, care to look at it, there's an article on uh, written by the uh, Gas and Times uh, about a program that she initiated. This was between I think this was after her first retirement, uh, she put on a program uh, where she visited every elementary school and was basically lecturing the kids and teaching them about kindness to animals. Now, the whole thing was initiated. This was after Columbine took place. And I think the uh, person involved there was, uh, they found out that you know, he was, uh, you know, you know, cruel to animals, and it was really picked up, you know, by the news, and she took off on that and uh, you know, developed a program, you know, to address that. And she she did this with every elementary school in Gadsden. But there's an article up there that you can, the Gadsden Times ran on that. Um, I got into running uh, some dog competitions, retriever competitions, and Jane and I traveled all over the southeast. Uh, made a whole, whole new circle of friends. Uh, those friends, of course, I was busy, you know, working with the with the dogs, and she's in the background, politicking and uh, talking and making friends. And you know, I run into these people. You know, now they don't know my name. They say, "You're Jane Herb's husband." <laughs> I've got four Boykin Spaniels at home uh, who Jane loved very much. And they love Jane. And I'm having a tough time right now explaining to them why she's not home. They miss her very much. 
and I miss her very much. <clears throat> Heaven gained an angel. Now, I don't know that we have anyone else who would like to come up. Here's the mic. If you've got any stories to tell about Jane, I'm sure there's some out there. Uh, just keep them short. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I, guess, I guess that's it. Uh, Sam, I want to thank Andy and Sam. Y'all. Super job, Andy. You stole half my thunder there. Okay, I'll tell one more, one little quick one. Uh, we went over. I went with Andy and the youth over to Southside, and I met Carolyn Bgo, his his friend over there. Is Carolyn here? Okay, Carolyn, wherever you are. Carolyn told me this about when she and Jane traveled to Italy together. They were going around. I can just picture those two going around the streets of Italy and and Carolyn had either like a book or something about translating and there was a, an Italian man uh, walking around and and Carolyn went up to him and did something and uh, he came up to her and, and Jane said well what did you tell him and Carolyn said I told him you had a crush on him <laughs> so <laughs> um, the one thing that uh, when I met with, with Butch uh, right after Jane passed is the one thing that Jane really, really wanted uh, was to hear her favorite song, uh, which is You Say by Lauren Daigle. And uh, we're fortunate enough to have James and Kaylin that are going to do that for us now. I keep fighting voices in my mind that say I'm not enough Every single lie that tells me I will never measure up Am I more than just the sum of every high and every low? Remind me once again just who I am because I need to know. now is everything you think 
so much, James and Kaylin. I want to remind you of something Butch mentioned earlier after our prayer and our benediction. You're invited to come upstairs to the gathering room. There's going to be a, a reception, and if you haven't had a chance to speak to the family yet, then you'll have an opportunity to do that. To If, if you're not familiar with our church, if you'll go through this door to my right and your left, there's an elevator just down the way or stairs. Go up to the second floor and the gathering room will be there. And uh, you're invited to do that. Um, let's pray. God, we thank you for all that you have given to us, including Jane. Before she was ever ours, she was yours. And so tonight, we give her back to you. And God of love, we thank you for all which you've blessed us with this evening for the gift of joy in the days of health and strength 
and for the gifts of your presence and your strength and your peace in the midst of pain and grief. We praise you for our home and for our friends. We praise you for our baptism, for our place in your church, for all who have faithfully lived and died. Above all else, we praise you for Jesus who knew our griefs and who died our death and rose for our sake. Teach us to pray this evening, Lord, as he taught us, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his son, Jesus Christ, and the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Thank you.